All right, you want to start us, David? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Madcap. I'm David Ross. And I'm Daniel Bloom. This is a very special engagement. We're here in our new recording studio. Yeah. The woods of Rock Creek Park. Exactly. It's really nice out here today. It's a little hot, but it's not as bad as it could be. It's not as bad. Not as bad as it could be. What a great theme for today. And we're here with our dear friend, <laughs> musician, artist, visionary, teacher, educator, student, life liver, uh, bon, vi bon vivant, Ryan Martinez. Ryan, welcome back to Madcap. Thank you. It's always great to be here. Thank you. Yes. And we asked you out here to the woods because you have a new album. I do indeed. You don't have a record deal. No. You gave yourself a record deal. I did, um, yes. You're basically like, I'm going to process my life through music. Uh, right? You knight yourself. Exactly. <laughs> I held myself out a window. Exactly. You've been shug knighted. Exactly. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that, good. That, that was authentic. So, so you process your life through music. You write songs, and then you perform, produce, and have this mix and mastered. Like, it's, it's quite a professional process. Yeah. So tell me, why is it important to you to make art in this way? I feel like one day I'm going to look back on my life and say, what is it that I did and what is it that I'm proud of? And a lot of the times that ends up being the memories of the places I traveled, the people that I met and influenced and that influenced me. But one of them is having uh, an artistic record. And I find that by making these albums, I've made one about every five years. This is, I guess, my fifth one. It's something that's always nice to listen to because I can press play and it takes me back to not just what I was thinking about, you know, from the lyrics, but I, I listen to the recording. I listen to the guitar part and I think about, you know, who played that. I listen to how it was produced and I think about the, the process of it. And I think that with this album, it will take me very much back to this point because this has been a very uh, consequential year for me um, and it felt like uh, a, a very appropriate time to, to make a record. Good. Well, let's talk about the reasons uh, that it's been an important year as we get through the album. Indeed. But we'll start with the title, Ensemble. Ensemble. You are a French teacher yes. for your day job. Indeed. So define ensemble. I mean, ensemble is a word that we commonly use in English as well, but it, does it have a deeper meaning for you? It, well, it, it's... Something that I do with my albums is, with the last three, I've taken a French word that also is used in English, prelude, renaissance, and now ensemble. And so I, I started out thinking what would be a good word that fits that criteria. Ensemble in French really just means together. And in English, we have taken it to have uh, musical, predominantly musical meaning in an orchestra or in an opera or in a chorus, the ensemble is when everybody is, is singing together. So I like that it had a musical uh, connotation to it. But the reason that I felt it was appropriate right now is that in the time that I've been writing, I met my wife. Um, so there's the ensemble of us being together. And then our son was born last uh, September. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So now we are together as a family. There's also the meaning of ensemble in that I recorded this album during my paternity leave, which started in January, which, if you'll remember, is right before the pandemic hit. And what the, pandemic? What, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called the Tecate virus or <laughs> um, <laughs> So when people think back to 2020, and especially this first half of 2020, 
the images that will come to mind are of social distancing and isolation. And uh, it's been an interesting contrast to have this, because of that pandemic that it has separated many people, it kept my wife and I at the house with our sons. So our family has very much been together during this time. There's also the element of how I pulled in other artists on this project, one in California, one in New York, one in St. Louis. Um, so it was an exercise in bringing people ensemble, bringing people together uh, to make music. You've been doing that technique for a long time. Yes. So the rest of the world kind of just caught up with what you were already doing. <laughs> I have, yes. Well, I, I, it's always been a good technique because having people that are uh, skilled musicians. I think your grandfather said, if you surround yourself with talented, intelligent people, they will lift you up. There it is. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Wait, who, did his grandfather say that? That's yes, one of my that grandfather. Was, okay. I, like, yeah. I, thought, <laughs> I thought that was just like a euphemism. <laughs> but I was like, wait, nope. Big up for Hyman Perlow on that one. <laughs> yeah. That well, that's obviously a great a great characteristic of you and other great artists. So let's get into this album. Let's shall we? Yeah. Um, well, actually, just tell me about the cover. You painted the cover? I Yes, I, I drew the cover. Um, I was looking for a little bit of like an Art Nouveau style, but I the cover is um, three leaves. Did you really draw that? I drew that, yes. Three leaves. Three leaves. Uh, yeah. uh, the model was the tomato plants that are growing outside of my house because nice. I also did some uh, gardening during this time. <laughs> uh, and it seemed like an uh, appropriate thing to have, you know, as the family grows, uh, you'll see that there are two large leaves and then one smaller leaf representing my wife, uh, myself, and then the, the son that was born, uh, Milo. Which leaf are you? I, I am the biggest leaf, but <laughs> sure. my okay. wife and I are essentially the same size. So <laughs> You, you drew this with your actual fingertips? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, definitely. Well, <laughs> I, I, I took a picture of it and then I traced it on the computer screen and then I figured out what I was going to fill it with. And you'll see that there's sort of hearts inside. Yes, I noticed the hearts yeah. even more so. Yes. In the black and white rendering. Yeah, I wanted it to be something uh, kind of simple. So, uh, yeah, I wanted there to be sort of an elegance to it. It's a nice vibe. Actually, I think it ref that kind of reflects how I feel about the album. Mm. The album feels a little bit more sparse, a little bit more calm mm. than some of your previous mm -hmm. offerings. So mm -hmm. let's, let's start by listening to this first track called Move On. Okay. You want to go out, a rainstorm's heading your way. They finally listen. Couldn't think of something to say You read the news It couldn't be sadder Paid your dues It just don't matter You can choose To make it okay Every day there's something wrong And you can let it define you Or you can move on Something wrong 
And you can let it define you Or you can move on Who in here among us Someday won't be gone It isn't like we'll be here all that long Something wrong And you can let it define you Or you can move on Who in here among us Someday won't be gone There's lots of things to see here But not much time to be here So move on Can you say that last lyric for me once? There's lots of things to see here, but not much time to be here, so move on. The concept of time is a, is a big theme throughout this, uh, mm-hmm. throughout this album. What is your relationship to, I'd say, life's one of most feared partners? <laughs> Which is, that is, that is the concept of time. <laughs> yeah, that's something that does come up a lot on the album, as you mentioned. There was a Madcap episode with, that we did with Big Chocolate where he talked about trying to get over the fear of death and focus more on what you're going to do with your life. Yeah. And I would say that that is a sentiment that uh, has come through on this album. Um, specifically with this song, it's that idea of bad things and good things are going to happen. Bad things are a constant. It's not worth trying to eliminate them from your life, but a lot of it has to do one's outlook, at least in my experience, has to do with how much you allow yourself to internalize and focus on the on the inconveniences of life. What's the line where it's turning into a version of yourself that you despise? Yeah. What's that? Are you tired of everybody telling you lies? Are you turning into a version of yourself you despise? That's interesting. Yeah. So I wrote this song when I was in Canada. Uh, about half this album was written in Canada when I was on vacation. And I was walking to a lake to try and find some moose. And uh, as I was walking there, there was a storm coming. And I thought of this idea of like, you know, do you allow yourself to move forward even though it seems like something bad might happen? The second verse, though, I thought about my students. Uh, I'm a high school French teacher. And I see that they grapple a lot with pressure that they get from teachers and parents and counselors and all this kind of stuff. And I feel like they're given a lot of kind of jargony, canned stuff that they can clearly see is not authentic. And so are you tired of everybody telling you lies sort of has to do with, you know, being in the school system and everything of people who don't, who aren't you telling you how to live your life. And if you're a high school student, do you feel like you're being pushed to be somebody who you don't think you actually are? If that's the case, then maybe put everything down for a while, try and check in with yourself. You know, if they're telling you you've got to do so many things, you've got to study for the SAT, you've got to get great grades in every single subject. Uh, but if you don't do anything, you'll feel healthy and wise. You know, if you can put it down and, and check in with who you are, you'll feel a lot better. Well, I mean, you just 
You just answered my question. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna point out the healthy and wise. I'm like, when's, when's, I'm like, I'm like, when's he gonna let, allow me to talk about healthy and wise? And you just sum that all up. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to analyze that statement, but you analyzed it for me. Thanks. <laughs> Last point I want to make on this song: Who in here among us someday won't be gone? Yes. It isn't like we'll be here very long. Yes. One way you could have also phrased that is: It isn't like we'll be here all night long. Oh yes. It's like the end of some interminably long club night. It's oh like, yes. Well, you better make the most of this night because we're going home. Oh well, <laughs> I'm with my wife and I. I'm the one who's always saying, "Let's go home," and she's the one who's saying, "We we, we do have all night long, so let's keep enjoying it." But that is that is a nice way to think about dying, going home. Hmm. When I heard that lyric, I was kind of like, "I'm not going anywhere." <laughs> <laughs> I got bad news for you, Dave. Was when you said, "I was like me." I'm not going. I'm not going to. F- Place. But I love that. I mean, it's yeah. like you said, you, thinking about death and reckoning with that, I think is very healthy for yourself, for your loved ones, and it allows you to live better. Mm-hmm. So, so this is the one that, this is the one where I was just like, okay, this is kind of like uh, upbeat Sergeant Peppery. Like this, this is like this, this is Sergeant Peppercorn. You know what I'm saying? Sergeant like, Peppercorn. <laughs> uh, who's who's singing backup with you? Is that your brother? It is indeed Ben, ben Martinez. Martinez. Yes, great okay. singer, great musician. It's wonderful to hear brothers together harmonizing. I mean, the Beach Boys are a yeah. prime example. Like familial voices, mm-hmm. obviously harmonize quite well together. Certainly, yeah. So what a great thing to be able to sing with your brother, and he's on other parts of this album too, right? He is. Yeah, he's on the next song as well. He's cool. the only person that collaborated with me face to face. We set up a recording studio in the garage. Nice. Uh, and and we're able to crank out the two songs. Um, and the guitar solo? Uh, that was me. Hey! Yeah. You wouldn't hey. have expected it. I, uh, one, of the things, one of the reasons that I want to make albums is making an album allows me to focus on my weaknesses and, and try and get better at them. In this Let's case, talk about that. What are they? Oh, I've, uh, <laughs> Can you list them? Many, but if we're just going to go with uh, musically. Uh, self-production, learning how to make an album on my own, mm-hmm. uh, learning how to mix... Um, learning how to program drums, learning how to write better lyrics. That was really a big part of this. But then in this case, it was also learning how to play the guitar uh, as a soloist. Because usually, because I have uh, people like Austin Mattert and my brother around, they can play solos. And yeah. if Austin Mattert's around, there's no need to play a solo. I mean, it's like having Betty Crocker there and you want to bake something. Um, <laughs> So in this case, I learned how to, I, I, for, the, for this and the next song, I, I learned how to play guitar solos and, cool, and practiced man. around a lot, yeah. Nice. But Austin Matter is on this song. I asked him to come in and give, do what he does, and I, that's all I had to say to him. And exactly. he, made, he added that whole space psychedelic Tame Impala sounding guitar to it. Cool. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, what was that like, what was that little journey like for you? In terms of you know all the things that you wanted to improve and you you getting a chance to work on those and things like that. That's my life philosophy is whatever you do, get better at it. And I feel like there is a lot of time if you're if you're allowing yourself to work on the things that you want to work on. Making an album seems like a very daunting task, but if you just take it an hour at a time, eventually you get there. And for like learning how to write lyrics, I got a book and did exercises and and took some time to try and get better at it. And if you just I, I find that if you stay focused on something for a couple of weeks, you, you already are seeing tangible progress. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. That's great advice. I want to be a ghostwriter on the next album five <laughs> like years it. from now. Nice. <laughs> you got to start working now. All right. So, so this next song, Ryan, I want you to know that I, I my note here is a banger. Oh, lovely. I texted David Ross. I'm like, yo, that's song number two. Before there was you, that's a banger. Nice. I, I, if there was going to be a single of this album, I think it would be this awesome. one. Awesome. You no, know, stupidly, for some reason, I, I don't know why I can, did not connect this. I thought the name was banger. So I was searching. I was like, I don't know which song is a fucking banger. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, I know which songs I like. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know which song here is banger. So let's hear it. Let's, let's hear Before There Was You. I love this song. How could I return to life 
The way that it was. The way that it was before, before there was you. That's so beatly right there. Yeah. He, this part too. Yeah. No, this part to me sounds like Jack Johnson. If you have any interjections that you want to add, like while we're listening, I might lay them in, you know? I probably will just duck this whole part, but. I can just like do doubles? Yeah. Bad boy. It's just a seed, lonely and in need of some affection. Your love rained down, and now I'm fully in bloom. A Dan bloom. Yeah, <laughs> How could I return to life the way that it was? The way that it was before there was you. I was dancing alone. He was dancing alone in a style all my own. Gotta say it was weird. And you did the same. But you did the same. And we got in a groove. How could I return to life the way that it was? The way that it was before there was you. Before the cold winter's night. When our two worlds combined I was drifting along I was passing the time Then you showed me your soul And I left that life behind Until you came along I felt something I thought was love Now I see I was wrong What I felt wasn't true how could I return to life the way that it was the way that it was before there was you? I was wrong What I felt wasn't true How could I Return to life The way that it was Before there was you Honestly, think I could hear that on the radio. Like, Thank you. I think that's a really great song. Thank you. And I tell you why I like it so much, among other reasons, is that it all is based around one great line. Say the say the key line of the song. How could I return to life the way that it was before there was you? That's it. Like that is a beautiful statement. It's obviously the truth that you're living with with your wonderful wife Tati. And like, what a great thing. It's almost like the rest of the song writes itself. Yeah. It's like, here's a great line. It has a great lyricism to it. It's got a great kind of rhythm to it in itself. 
Um, was that song as easy to write as it sounds like it was? Uh, no, it was not. <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, it, but you are right. It did start out as that nugget. I, it, I was in the same park where I wrote the last song, Move On, and I was playing it like a reggae type of thing on my ukulele. Most of these songs were written on the ukulele. And I had that idea of how could I return to life the way that it was before there was you. Like I, Now that I've found this new life with you, everything seems like just a, a, a prelude before that. Like now I feel like I am able to be self-actualized and, and really get things done and really start building my future now that I have you. And the idea of returning to that, although my life before was a lot of fun. We used to live together and, you know, have good times. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just there's, there's no going back at this point. Yeah, that's really nice. I started writing the song before I got that book about how to write better lyrics and it talked about using metaphors and descriptive uh, words and then I thought, okay, what's a metaphor for that of, of okay, I, I was a seed and then I needed water and then that's where I needed rain and affection and that's what my wife has given me and allowed me to be fully in bloom. <laughs> I needed rain and affection. You said that with so much conviction. I was, <laughs> like, it's like dead I, what, serious. What I, need is, what I needed yeah. was rain and Literally. affection. Literally. Hello. <laughs> that was great. I, I just, um, there's a couple concepts I'd like to explore. I, I like how you said I was passing the time. Indeed. I think that a lot of people get that sense about kind of dating and, mm -hmm. you know, you're seeing people, you're trying to connect with people, and you don't really know what you're waiting for until it shows up. And then yep. when you look back, it's like, okay, not that that time, but this is the other question I want to ask you. Because to me, when I look back on, like, my previous relationships, I don't view them as a waste of time. And as you put it in this song, you were like, well, I felt that I was in love, but what I felt wasn't true. Yeah. So... <laughs> I would never think that about my own previous relationships. It's like, yeah, it was true for that moment. It may not be, sure. it, it wasn't true for the long term, but can you just unpack that a bit for me? I learned, so the story of me meeting my wife is that I was dating around for however many years and then we just met one night on U Street at a French meetup. And from really the moment we met, it was, this is a line on the album, the moment we met, we knew it was special. I mean, really, it was, the people who were in our circle listening to us talk were probably like, well, they're going to go get married. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, the, the spark was that, you could really feel it that much. Um, was it a cold winter's night? It was a cold winter's night, nice. yes. I, nothing false on this album. Um, <laughs> what were you wearing? I don't remember. Uh, God probably was. a coat. God uh, um, and so... I realized that the I, I did have feelings of love before. I mean, it's 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 a natural feeling that we have within us. But I think that what I realized was that before you can have a feeling of love mm -hmm. for you know a, a feeling of attraction um, and a feeling of you know this is going well and we get along well. But what was different when I met my wife was that we we're so much on the same wavelength in terms of values and just how we see the world and what we think is important that we have that strong attraction to each other, but it also, because we have all these other things going on where we're on the same page, it's allowed us to have a sustainable relationship and a foundation on which to build a home and a family. And all right, a, don't a get life. ahead of yourself. We're going to get, there's more songs about okay, Tati. This is true. <laughs> but it's a, it's, she's a wonderful person and Indeed. it's a great topic to write. I mean, how many other topics other than love, you know, have caused the world to make art? Yes. Like, it's pretty much number yeah. one. Let's talk about that bassoon real quickly. Yes. Who's playing the bassoon? Vince Caramanov. And, and what is it? What is a, what is a bassoon? <laughs> Go to Google Image. What is this bassoon, anyway? <laughs> um, uh, it was funny to say to the, uh, 
did the mixer like turn up the bassoon uh, <laughs> but uh he is a friend of mine uh we met when we were on a traveling tent theater together uh and he now plays in a orchestra professionally he's a professional bassoonist the, cool. bas- the bassoon is a woodwind instrument uh it's like a long tube uh, I don't know anything about it. It's got to read. But I was at a, a concert with Ben Folds and listening to the whole National Symphony Orchestra. And before I even got into this project, I thought, man, those woodwinds sound so smooth. Just yeah. Did you attend the concert with Ben Folds? I didn't know. He, well, technically, yes, but I was in the <laughs> audience and he was on stage. <laughs> yes. Um, but I really remember the, the woodwinds jumping out at me. And so when I, Vince had already worked with me on uh, two albums ago on Prelude. And yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. Isn't your fr- first time collaborating with him? It's not my first him. time collaborating mm-hmm. with him, no. He really came through because I said, hey, can you make this sound a little more like a trumpet? Can you make it sound a little more like a cello? Can you make <laughs> so uh, he really got a lot of different sounds out of that instrument. Um, we can talk about him more on, uh, the, on two songs from now where I think he really shines. Good idea. All right. That's when I knew. Yes. Nice track. Uh, Thank you. Well, I have some, some comments on it, but let's talk. Let's talk after we listen. Let's listen. Oh yeah, this is a waltz. Yes. This sounds like country to me. Appalachian. Is... Do you remember the voice of the forest singing a chorus? To heaven so blue The cool stream behind us Where no one could find us You took me in And that's when I knew This section reminds me of Fly Away Home. Gold mountain canvas, the leaves of November, burning like embers in the sweet morning dew. No one could see us, no space between us, not even for words. That's when I knew Unraveled on the roads that we 
Imagine this was actually it was a country song. Like the label would be like, "What are we gonna do about that last name?" <laughs> Martin, Brian Martin, <laughs> exactly. It'd be on the Wikipedia. <laughs> his name is Martinez. Brian Martin is Brian Martinez. <laughs> Brian Mountain. Yeah, exactly. Brian Mountain. John Cougar. Ryan Cougar Mountain. <laughs> That song is so pretty, Ryan. Thank you. Sorry, I like the way it's recorded. I mean, anytime I can hear, anytime I can hear the guitar, the guitar like fingers moving, moving up and down the frets. Yeah, like yeah. That little, the slickness of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, definitely. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. It's a very peaceful song. It's very. If it, we were talking about this during the playback, it sounds very Appalachian. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That was what I was going for on it. I, I tuned the guitar into a way that I'd never tuned it before, and as I was playing it, I realized that it did have sort of a country feel to it. Um, my family, you wouldn't know from the last name Martinez, but most of my family is West Virginian, and uh, both my maternal grandparents, uh, that is, and my family has a house out there that uh, I've been going to all my life and that my wife and I uh, go out to pretty frequently. We're actually going to go tomorrow. And we uh, have had a lot of experiences there where we have gotten closer to each other. And I wanted there to be that a song on the album that had that sort of Appalachian feel to it, sort of reconnecting with the roots. And it's a type of music that I also really love and appreciate. And so the lyrics, there's a lot of that, of you know talking about the gold mountain canvas and the leaves and um, the times that we've traveled there together. Interesting moment for which you want to make the App Appalachian or Appalachian uh, world sing, especially during a moment of critical civil rights and things like that. Is that is is, is are, are you trying to to bring that history back to the forefront? I am. This no. <laughs> what David's trying to say is, how dare you? How dare you? I thought I thought the song I was. I mean, Lewis hasn't been gone that long. I thought the song I would catch heat for was Move On because <laughs> when I wrote it I was like on vacation two years ago and things were just dandy well I mean for you know a white yeah. person oh, no, but it's a beautiful track it, I'm not, I'm not. Well, I was going to get into you on uh, it being an escapist track and yeah. uh, you only are able to escape from this moment because of your privilege but you know what there's also no. a good universal message <laughs> to like rising above everybody's station so I, I, did not, I chose not to go in on you <laughs> I appreciate that for sparing me um, but the the, the album actually has got a linear story to it. It starts out with Move On, which is me and my philosophy kind of when I was single about putting myself into the situation, not, not getting too bogged down by the problems of life so that when I met somebody, I would be, in a, 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 be able to be present for them. Then with Before There Was You, it's the story of my wife and I meeting. And then that's when I knew it's, you know, after we met, it's like, okay, what comes next? It's there's the moment when you know that that person is the one. And it's funny, the very last lyric on the track is, you were the one. Right. Is that the first time that that's uttered throughout the whole song? It is, yeah. Because that's like, that's when I knew is the title track. Right. And you've said that a few times throughout the song, mm -hmm. but you never complete the statement until the very last it's, line of the song. It's almost as if it were intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both the, the, the male part and the female part end with, they each tell a story of being somewhere with the other person. And you say, this is the moment that I knew. And then in the end, it's we were together. And I think about that time unraveled on the roads that we traveled. I with. love that line. Thank you. I mean, like that. Uh, say it again. Time unraveled on the roads that we traveled. Love it. This particular song, you, you, 
I feel like is built from from places like West Virginia, rural places mm-hmm. and things like that. Just like you're know saying, it's like beautiful, serene environments. Had you ever considered that being a direction that you go in in terms of musically? Because some of the songs do have, uh, like the melodies are soft, um, soft kind of, just soft but 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 meaningful country. Lil- you know? Lilting. There's a lilting quality. Yeah. I try to have a dynamic range sonically and emotionally when I make an album. It's a nice thing about having an album and not just one song is that yeah, you yeah. can ask the listener to look at it as, as, a, as a total. Yeah. And I like being able to put in a, a soft song like this because it makes the, the funkier, groovier songs stand out a little bit more. Um, one of the things that Tati said was, hey, like you are... You're not Mr. Dubstep. You're not Mr. Screaming into the microphone. How, like, what, do you, what does she mean? How dare she? <laughs> what, what? I mean, I, I'm a, you are Mr. Dubstep. She, what she's do you not mean? the one, Ryan. You're <laughs> <laughs> not Mr. Dubstep. I appreciate it, but it's not. You know, I dabble in it, but it's not like I'm sitting out programming beats all night. Dabble know, step. I'm, I'm more of somebody who uh, plays the guitar and is, yeah, you're a singer songwriter. Right. Yeah. I, you know, and my, my, I'm more understated. I'm, I have a softer quality to me, so. I'll try to, to get into those other things just to sort of stretch my legs out a little bit, but this is, I think, what is true to my voice of, you know, not yelling or anything, but trying to be soft and understated and, and, and have those type of moments. And that was in 3-4, right? That was a waltz. It was, yeah, it was a waltz, yes. That was really nice. Yes, thank you. Um, Can you explain what that means? Well, it's... Dum, 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 you were the boom, boom. Instead of being 4-4, four, four, which is like, dum, dum, ga, dum, 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 ga. It's like rock and roll normally okay. is 4-4. Yeah. Four, four. Okay. But that was 3-4, right? So yes. it's, it's kind of this swinging swing thing from dum, bum, 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 Got it, got it, got it. I really don't know a lot about music. But that was more than I knew. I mean, like, you, you, were, I mean you were assuming that uh, I thought you could be like, for some of our listeners that don't know, I'm like, what do you mean for some of the hosts that don't know? <laughs> the musical signature. Yeah. Three, four. That uh, makes sense, but I like, no. It was, yeah, okay. All three right, beats sense. per measure. What is it? And four, uh, forget it. All right, let's, let's move forward as we share these wonderful woods with a family walking by, which is extremely appropriate because Indeed. this album, Ensemble, by Ryan Martinez, that we're talking about is all about family, his young family, and the joy that it's given him. So The next track. song is... Oh, okay. Just take over the show. That's I mean, good. Uh, this next track, My Life to Thee, is literally the song that I played for my wife at our wedding. Big flex. was never the same from the moment you came in You opened up my heart to something that's true And now we stand on the banks of a river with the ones we love and a promise to deliver And I won't make it to anybody but you This song is great. This song is so nice. I promise you my bride to stay here by your side To love you even more than I love me That's a big one. I love that line so much. <laughs> in struggle or in wealth From this day forth I give my life to Is using V, is that a tribute to the Renaissance Festival? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to assume right. that it is. I was like, are we just going to slide over this? All right. <laughs> yeah. 
your love has opened my eyes and opened my mind And I do not deserve to call you my own But I'll keep you in my heart Until death do us part And walk with you unafraid into the unknown you my bride to stay here by your side to love you even more than I love me and that's a lot whether in sickness or in health say what? in struggle or in wealth from this day forth I give my life to song thank you really beautiful you're gonna f around and have us all fall in love with tati by the time this is over <laughs> back off <laughs> that's so beautiful i mean how, who among us would not like to write a song that good for our own wedding and be able to play that for our own beloved that's just awesome yeah and it's it refers to the banks of a river yeah right and you got married right on the bank of the northwest branch of the northwest branch of the anacostia yeah. i love that 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 imagery is like it's true. Again, it's like a it's a reference to your actual life, the way it actually happened. Yeah, and the so and the song actually has an arc to it. Um, it the song feels like you're at a wedding because that's it cer certainly does. That's where I played it. It feels like it could be in a movie in the wedding scene. Yeah, and uh, Hallmark call him. When I wrote the song, it was really sort of my vows that I wanted to put to music. Yeah. And when I played it at the wedding, it was only on the guitar. But when I got a chance to orchestrate it out, I thought about what are the different elements of a wedding. And there's a community element to it. And then there's also an intimate element to it. And so the beginning is everybody's there. Here we stand on the banks of a river with yeah. the ones we love. Yeah. And so there is that part where we're all standing together having this moment where everybody's witnessing it. And then there is the part where we're all standing together and I'm just looking at Tati reading my vows to her, which if you've gotten married is a very nerve wracking moment because you're really looking at a person speaking from the heart. And then there's the reception part, which is when you've got the bridge and all the dancing and the movement of the bassoon, more on that in a second. And then it pulls back at the end to what the other part of the wedding is, which is a very intimate moment. After we got married, we went off 
up the path a little bit out of sight of everyone else and had just a moment to each other to say, wow, like this is really just about you and me and the promise that we're making to each other. And that's the last chorus on there where it's just the piano and me singing in an understated way. So you also wanted to talk a bit about what Vince did here. Yeah, what Vince did was make the song awesome. Um, <laughs> I Thanks, Vince. Good was, job. Absolutely. Vince uh, really came through on <laughs> this song it. because with some other songs, I was like, oh, play this, maybe play this idea. And then with this one, I just said, have at it. And he came back and it sounds like a wedding band. Uh, it sounds like there's a, a saxophonist. It sounds like there's a trumpet. Saxophonist. That's how I like to pronounce it. <laughs> it sounds like there's a trumpet player. And when I first heard the tracks that he sent back, I said, I feel like I'm eating a piece of wedding cake while I'm listening to <laughs> a, uh, while I'm listening to a wedding band. So nice. he really set the, the tone with that. Beautiful. And yeah. you played, you played piano on that track. Mm -hmm. You play all the instruments on this album that are not bassoon right uh that are not bassoon austin matter good friend shout out played uh guitar on the first track one could bassoon that you didn't play the bassoon i i, I didn't have enough time to learn how to play the bassoon and it's pointless wordplay i also forgot to i forgot to call out uh on the last track that's when i knew charlotte little hales who is the singer I, wait, wait what i would be remiss not to mention charlotte little hales i meant to ask you who who the female singer i'm sorry that i didn't mention wait, her, her name is charlotte little hales that's yeah. right Okay. <laughs> you want, I, yeah. Want to see her long form birth certificate? Um, uh, she also. What I did with this album was I said, okay, I'm I'm redoing Prelude. I'm redoing the album I did two albums ago. So I really got the cast of characters back. She sang on, and Vince played on a, yeah. a song uh, on many songs there too. But uh, yeah, Charlotte lives out in in California and is a good friend of mine and uh, has just a voice unlike any other. And I can't believe that I am able to just call her up and say, hey, will you? work on this with me and she came back with the track like the next day and it was unbelievable so <clears throat> we got you married yes which was a great accomplishment uh, yeah especially uh, a lot of <laughs> against uh, what a lot of people might have thought <laughs> i dj'd your wedding you did yes we had a great time it was a good time uh i still use some of the tracks that tati beseeched me to download and use for your party you crushed it subsequently thank you that's not that's not what this is about. Yeah, but what like what songs like Eddie? Like no, like like Latin songs. Oh, nice. Like she and her friends did a choreographed dance for Ryan, like they were a girl group. Oh, to yeah. like it was amazing. I I went and I had no idea it was coming. Was it kind of sexy? Was, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was, it was. it was luring. They sat me yeah, down in the chair. It was yeah. alluring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was coming, but Tati was like, "Oh, you think you're gonna get everybody's attention and do something creative and not have me stand up and do it too?" I so, think not. Good, yeah. good, good for her. We're a good match. So now we've gotten you married. You're in love. Yes. Tati's the one. Next comes Raito. Next comes Raito, yes. Here we go. We found a love. We built a home. We made a life. Flesh and bone We called you Ray Because you were our sun A bright shining star A new day begun Thank you. 
a day when you have a child you'll hear in their laugh you'll see in their smile that the love we receive is the love we pass on it's what brought us here it's what remains when we're gone Thank you. That's so nice that you put Milito's voice at the end of the track. Yeah, that was Tati's idea. Really? Yeah. That's nice. David, why do you like that track? Wait, wait, what were you going to say? How do you know I like that track? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't say, I ain't say What I first going to say, then I would talk about if I like that track. <laughs> David, did you like that track? Yeah, I loved it. I really liked it. I mean, I, it's got like the uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary uh, it's got that mm-hmm, vibe, mm-hmm. you know. It has that going on, and like the the lyrics, I thought were really good. Uh, the the really the I mean, I felt like it it felt it felt like a great message to give to a kid, you know, to to be receiving end of it. Because I'm like I'm I'm like I'm listening to it, and I'm I'm just listening just as a song and learning it for the first time. Like when I was when I was listening to it at the house, and I was like. Martinez is talking to his kid, like legit talking to his kid. Yeah, you know, like what, yeah. like when, like your life is your own. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about too. Is like what it would be like for him to grow up and listen to this song. Like this is how my father feels about me. Yeah, and have a place to go and visit, just musically for a couple of minutes. You know, years and years from now, like that's a beautiful gift. It's actually he was born, and I said like, "Hi, I'm your dad," and I sang that song to him. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, God, you're so prepared. That's great. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Really a lovely song. Thanks. As I was writing it, I was, I was trying to think about 
you know, what the message is that I would, would want to give him. And it, it was that, that like, we will be here for you and that, you know, no matter where we live, our love will be constant for you. Um, and there's a line in Khalil Gibran's The Prophet that talks about how your children move through you, but they aren't yours. And I, I invoked that with this, your life is your own, that you're not just a smaller version of me, but like I am going to guide you to becoming who it is that, that you are meant to be. But uh, the decisions are, are yours to make. And, and you know, I, I recognize that I'm not going to say this is who you are going to be. Yeah, I was listening to that and I was like, David, is your life your own? <laughs> I'm sitting there listening and I'm just like, he's getting, I mean, I was, because I was thinking like, like I said, like as you're receiving this, as uh, you're speaking to a newborn, but we're, we're but we're adults, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, has my life, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I agreed with everything. What I'm trying to say is I agree with everything you said, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much every, every message in there, you know? But, but there is something interesting there because as you grow up, it's great that you're willing to say to your kid, hey, I don't control you your life is your own. But as the kid grows, hopefully what they learn is that, oh, actually, I'm a part of a bigger whole, and it's my, part of my responsibility to love my parents and take care of them and my grandparents and yeah, my aunts certainly. and uncles and my siblings. So, you know, it's a balance, as with all things. But that concept of, I'm going to guide you, but your life is your own, is a really beautiful gift to be willing to give a child, because not all parents are. And that yeah. second part is kind of invoked in the second verse of, uh, you know, the love that we receive is the love that we pass on, is that I realized that the love that I'm giving my child is a reflection of the love that I was given from my parents. And that yes. it's just, it's something, we, we think of ourselves as individuals, but really we're just all part of one continuity. Yeah. I mean, Jeff and Jill, I see them sitting right here in front of me. Yeah. Wonderful people, Indeed. Jeff and Jill. Uh, all right. Last track. Now this of course gets to me and it's wonderful because it, it completes the circle yes we started off talking about move on and we don't get to be here very long and now here the end track is as long as there's time this is also in three four right i like to write in three four and this you know what this reminds me of burn yeah said both of us knew a feeling of peace deep within us the start of a new life lived by two I'll make you happy I'll be on your side Everything I'll ever have will be yours If you will be mine I'll give you my heart Give you my soul Give you my mind As long as there's time It was a trial of pain that you didn't choose 
Bravo. Thank you. Really great album. Wonderful work of art. Thank you. Amazing timepiece for the moment that you've been going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Um, so that's obviously a tribute, in, for the most part, a tribute to your wife. Absolutely. And, I mean, literally, the difficulty and the pain of childbirth and, like, the sacrifice. And we, we talked about this in the last episode, too, which is interesting about our responsibility to women in general. And in this case specifically, it's like, well, you did the hardest thing I've ever seen anybody do. Mm -hmm. You did it for me and you did it for us. And partially because of that, I will literally give you everything that I have Mm -hmm. for as long as I can. Yeah. So talk more about that. It it goes back a little bit to what I was saying in, in before there was you, there's about the, the different, kind of love that you have when you're young and you feel like you're in love but it's when you go through hard times with somebody and 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 help each other through it that it gives a a new depth to 
the commitment and to the love and to the sustainability. And so this song is about looking forward through that. Um, it mentions the, you know, the hard parts of that just go along with life, but it's, it is a hopeful song of, you know, having somebody there to be a rock and, and to, to look forward. And, and it's also the, what we're talking about with time that it's acknowledging that our time here is not infinite, but that as long as we have time together, I will give you everything I have. I will give you all of my dedication and I, I, I will give all that I have to give. That was that was beautiful. And I, as you, there's been a mosquito just suck. And I'm just like, I want to say something. But I want I want to get. I want him to finish. But I'm, I'm watching. I'm like, yo, he's gonna get a mosquito. It's all right. right I'll take. I'll take. But the it was L. one of the most beautiful monologues <laughs> of this piece. So I'm just like, I'm like, we're gonna sacrifice Martinez's blood right now. Yeah, we are. Just <laughs> letting it all out. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, that's an amazing thing to be to be to to, to love someone so much. You're driven to want to pronounce it musically, artistically. Yeah. You know. I mean, she has, the actions that she has done has shown me how dedicated she is and how much she loves me. And so music is something that I've been working on for a long time and I have the ability to create music. And so I feel like it's almost a responsibility to, to express myself that way and to create this piece that I'll be able to have, but she'll be able to have it, our child will be able to have it. So, And you've shared it with all the rest of us as yeah. well. So thank you for that. Yeah. For this album, it's called Ensemble, and it's been wonderful to be able to be connected with people in this time that I mentioned of separation and, and social distancing um, and isolation, to be able to have a project that helps me reconnect with other people, that uses music to bring people together. I mean, it's it's brought us together on this day, um, so I thank you guys for, for being a part of it, to be able to make it. Um, I, I want to thank uh, Charlotte Littlehales and my brother Ben Martinez, Austin Matter, Vince Karamanov, uh, Will Whitney, and uh, the mixer, uh, Tommy Sherrod. Just everybody really was invested in this project, and I, I can hear it um, in, in, in the songs that people said, no, I, I really want to get it better. I really want to put some time into it. And um, I, I'm very happy to have had this moment and now have this encapsulation of it. 2020 will be looked back on as a hard year, but having this to listen to will will help me remember that there are positive outcomes too. No doubt. Yeah. And, you know, I think everyone appreciates, everyone you listed and we as well, appreciates there being a voice of an artist who's able and willing to speak and to sing during this time. So mm -hmm. thank you for sharing what you had to share. Thank you. Um, just a couple clean up things sure. before we leave. At the end of Raito, you sing in Spanish. I do. Which I think is a really sweet thing. Yes. First of all, I just love to hear you roll your R's. Ryan Martinez. Which is always good. En la casa. But can you just talk a bit about the significance of that, why you decided to do that? Yeah. So, Raito, is, his name is uh, Milo Ray Martinez. And before he was born, we were calling him Raito when he was still an abstraction. But once he was born, we quit calling him that and started calling him Milo and Milito. Um, Tati speaks to him in Spanish and I speak to him in French um, and it felt that I felt that because we call him Raito that's more of a Spanish thing I, I wanted to give him a message uh, and by saying it in Spanish it kind of I feel like I'm speaking more directly to him it's not something that everybody will immediately understand if they don't speak Spanish um, but I said um, what did I say there uh, Shine on Raito, 
que seas feliz, mi, mi querido. That, uh, may you remain happy, my cherished one. Um, siempre serás nuestro hijito. You will always be our son. I love that. Thank you. And then um, in the song, My Life to Thee, yeah. the lyric, to love you even more than I love me. Yes. So that indicates like a certain self-awareness that, that you do love yourself and that you're willing to love yourself. And I think that's extremely healthy and something that people don't often talk about or really express. So can you just unpack that line for me a little bit? One of the things that I worried about before I got into a marriage, I thought about what are my challenges going to be and what can I do to address them. And one of them is that I put my own comfort and well-being as a priority most of the time. And that has been, uh, when I talked about the difference between the loves I've had before, you know, I thought I was in love, but it wasn't true. I realized that for me, and probably for a lot of us, that is how, that is the indicator that you are really in love, that you're willing to put the other person ahead of yourself. And certainly with, uh, with the child that is, that has come through because they're so helpless that it's, it's nothing to, it's no skin off your back to, to, to help them out, to put them in the number one spot and take yourself out of it. But I did realize that that was going to be something that I had to overcome is my tendency to put myself first. And love has a way of kind of smacking you in the face and doing that. It does indeed. And luckily, not physically yet, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, I also... <laughs> last thing I wanted to say is about your last song. Um, and David, do you have any final thoughts you want to offer? Uh, no, no. I got D&D soon. <laughs> no, I know. We're, we're getting out of here. So I think that the concept of you and you as a representative for all the people out there who are in love and in a relationship that is giving them everything that they need. It's like, yes, I will literally give you everything that I have and everything that I am in exchange for your love. I think that's actually quite a good trade because mm -hmm. ultimately that's really all that's worth doing or enjoying or experiencing in life. At the root of it is all about love. So you can take all the money, you can take the car, you can take whatever. Like, I don't need any of it without you. It's meaningless without the one that you love. And I think that this time has shown that to a lot of people. People that say, okay, I'm making all this money and I'm going to compensate for the fact that I'm not getting a lot of love by the fact that I can travel and I can do all these things. And then when you take all that away and you're just there by yourself, it's really brought into relief being in our house that even though everything's crazy outside, things are calm and supportive and enriching between us and the family. May it always be so. I certainly hope so. Congratulations and thank you. Thank you both. Congratulations. Thanks so much. Ryan Martinez is our dear friend, husband of Tatiana, father of Milo, brother of Ben and Molly, son of Jeff and Jill. His new album, Ensemble, is now available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Music. You can find a link to his album in our show notes. Thanks for listening to Madcap. On behalf of David Ross, I'm Daniel Bloom. We love you. I promise you, my bride, to stay here by your side, to love you even more than I love me. 
Whether in sickness or in health, in struggle or in wealth, from this day forth I give my life to Thee. Dude, you're mad. I know. <laughs> mad, mad cat. <laughs>